as you've heard many times, welcome back to Champagne. Even though it's sort of a first time, or take two. Yeah, sort of a sort of. A, that's a good point. Yeah, take two. Yeah, the first time around here, I was here. I think like five or six weeks. But you know how it is. Any time you take a job, that first two weeks is a whirlwind, and you're getting settled and all that. But um, yeah, it's it's good to be back a second time, both at Illinois and then back with Coach Underwood. It's the life of the coach. You get used to moving in and out of houses, I assume. Uh, is there a place where you go, this is home? There's a place in the country that's home for you now? Um, yeah, obviously, a lot of my family's back in Kansas, but I mean, probably my home was Spokane, um, just because I went to school at Gonzaga. And so part of me was kind of leaving, leaving home. But um, yeah, no, I mean, to your first point, my wife's a saint. I mean, just all the moving and and stuff that she's had to handle. And it's actually a funny story. We were uh, we were all set on buying a house here our first time around, and um, we were first time home buyers and a little nervous and all that. And we uh, put an offer on a house. We went out to dinner to celebrate, and uh, we're, we're nervous and all that. And then phone rings, and it's Tommy Lloyd, well, one of the assistants at Gonzaga. And I was starting to tell him about the house, you know, great basement, cool backyard, great neighborhood. And he's like, hey, um, you can't buy that house. I'm like, what are you talking about? He's like, hey, we want to bring you back. And so, um, yeah, hopefully, hopefully he doesn't call me again here when I get the, <laughs> when we put the offer on the one here in uh, Champaign again. So. We're talking with Steven Gentry, new assistant coach for the Illini on the basketball side. So what takes you away from your alma mater and one of the best programs in the country? Yeah, and it was it was tough just because of all the relationships there. I mean, I was essentially working with two of my best friends. Um, but I think um, what got me excited was the trajectory of the program here. Um, kind of a new challenge for me in my career. And then, hey, a promotion of sorts in terms of more responsibilities, going from a director of operations to, you know, a full-time assistant coach. Um, in my operations position, you can kind of dabble in it, in recruiting and coaching all that, but here you, you can with no restrictions. So, and that's my passion, is being out on the court, working with players, building a team, recruiting. So it was just too good of an opportunity to, to pass down. Where, are, where is the place where you think you can open some doors when it comes to recruiting? You spent a lot of time in Texas with Brad at, at Stephen F.A. and then up to Oklahoma State. And, and before all that, Texas A&M. Is that the place you can open doors? Yeah, I think that's definitely my base. Um, having been in that state for, for nine years, all the relationships I have there. Um, that was part of the reason why Gonzaga signed three Texas players this past year. Um, just some of the relationships I had there with both players and AAU coaches and high school coaches for sure. Um, so I would definitely say that's my base, but I also want to expand that base. I want to get to know the Illinois coaches. And um, I've signed players from Kansas, signed players from Iowa, signed players from overseas. So um, I wouldn't say I'm limited to Texas. Um, there's a good player and he fits what we do here and fits our culture. No matter where he is, we're gonna we're gonna go after him and recruit him. Last couple of years, and Georgie Bishanishvili is the shining example of it, the diamond in the rough kind of player. I mean, we knew nothing about Georgie, and he ended up being what he's being. Is is there a trend that you've seen, or you think that you might have ends in that kind of thing as well, where those players that maybe aren't the four-star, five-star at the top of the recruiting boards, but could actually really be big impact guys. Yeah, no, I think that's definitely part of building a team is is trusting your eyes and your evaluation. Um, and that's what Coach did with, with Georgie. He walked into the gym, and he was playing against a five-star kid. And um, Coach is like, whoa, who's that kid? Um, who was probably like a two-star at the time. So, yeah, I feel like I'm certainly not someone that gets caught up 
and the stars and all that, but I want to sign and recruit really good players. Um, and part of that is trusting your eyes and, and the evaluation. And then to me, part of recruiting is once they're here, developing them, you know, like don't just bring in a player and, and consider him a finished product, whether he is a five star. Um, so I think that's um, part of recruiting as well as the development process, the coaching process, and getting the most out of those guys, you know, once they are here on campus. That kind of what you're known for a little bit, or would you, what you pride yourself in, and the ability to develop individual players, as we're talking here with Stephen Gentry. Yeah, I would say both. I mean, I just—it's certainly my passion. Um, being on the court, working with players. I mean, I, I could be in this gym all day long working with the guys, and I mean, that's just what I love to do. And, and yeah, I can certainly consider it a strength. And um, yeah, my track record working with different players, Jeffrey Carroll, Chris Middleton, who's now uh, Milwaukee Bucks, um, Thomas Walkup, uh, Juwan Evans, Zach Norvell at Gonzaga. I mean, I think, um, yeah, I feel like I'm able to somehow get the most, most out of players. Stephen Gentry is with us. You know Brad Underwood's system. Is it the system that you left at Oklahoma State? Um, for the most part, I mean, the meat and potatoes are are still the same. I mean, there's a few new wrinkles here and there, but um, yeah, the, the system for the most part is the same. And I think that's the other thing with me coming back is it's pretty seamless. Um, I do know the system. I have um, ran it and coached it, you know, been in practice with it. But I think too, what also makes it seamless is I know, I know Brad. Um, I know when he's having a good day, when he's having a bad day, when, when do, get on the players when not to get on players. And I think we have this kind of special yin and yang where we're able to kind of play off each other. And so I think it's more of the experiences with Brad um, those four years, even probably more so than the system it, itself. So He's obviously as much of the reason that you would come here as the pieces that are already here in, in the history of this program. Yeah, we've got, a, I think, pretty special relationship and again it's probably just goes back to just being in the trenches together you know Stephen F. Austin was his first head coaching job he's trying to figure things out and um, you know he relied on me pretty heavily and gave me a lot of responsibility which I appreciated and and it clicked and worked and so that was a special run and then hey making the move with them to Oklahoma State and we were able to get that program back to the state tournament and so yeah, it's been a special four years, but and it's been great away from the court, too. It's not just the successes on the court. It's just, hey, the time away, hanging out with our families. and um, So I look forward to getting back to that as well. How aware, uh, maybe you've picked up more since you've been back, the history of this program and the context and, you know, the NCAA drought as well. Yeah, no, I, I can certainly speak to the history. I mean, you look at these banners. I mean, that was, I think we played Illinois twice when I was at Gonzaga, um, and they beat us both times. Um, and Darren Williams actually came out to Spokane to train with, with John Stockton when I was in school. Um, so I observed those workouts. So I got to know Darren and Dee um, a little bit. Um, I obviously worked with Roger um, for a little bit out there at Gonzaga when he was the new hire. But um, I'll never forget, um, just another funny story. We came out for a game. It was my redshirt year, so I didn't travel. But Roni Turioff, my roommate at the time, who was a future NBA player, um, came out for warm-ups at the State Farm Center. And I assume it was called the Orange Crush then. But he comes out for warm-ups, and the Orange Crush gets on Roni so hard and so loud that he decides that he doesn't want to warm up. And he goes back into the locker room and just hangs out until the game starts. I mean, that's a future NBA guy too, and so that had kind of an impact on me too. But um, 
Yeah, the tradition there here, the great players, the great coaches. Um, it's something special, and hey, we're we're trying to waken that back up. Now, I'm fully expecting you to dismiss predictions, but for what it's worth, Andy Katz just put out a prediction for a bracket for the NCAA. Has Illinois matching up with Gonzaga in the second round in Spokane? In Spokane. Wow, that'd be uh, that'd be really interesting. But no, I, I hadn't seen that, and uh, I'm not a big forecasting. And I probably couldn't even. And this is honest. I probably couldn't even tell you our schedule right now. I'm so consumed with the recruiting and getting to kind of know thyself here, getting to know these guys on the court and away from the court. But um, that's fine. But could you imagine that scenario? It'd... That'd be that'd be pretty special. It'd be pretty cool. So uh, yeah, hopefully it happens. Well, welcome. Hope we get to do this some more. I know there's a lot of whirlwind for you, but appreciate you spending some time with us. Yep. Thank you. Thanks for having me.